Well, hello everyone. It's good to be back. Took a little bit of a hiatus to kind of gather my thoughts and and uh, really been thinking through quite a bit of, uh, about a lot of different things. Um, one thing I'm kind of thinking about is changing the name of the podcast um, from Rebellious Christian Philosophy uh, to something a little bit, a little bit different. Maybe some of you won't even like the name of it, but I think it's kind of appropriate. Uh, thinking about calling it the Mad Prophet. The reason is because in my life, I've found that it, it seems like people don't quite understand me sometimes. I'm uh, a person who really is interested in a, a vast variety of subjects. Um, spe I guess specifically within the evangelical circle that I have found myself in the past eight or nine, ten years. Um, you know, most people in the evangelical circle read only what those in the evangelical circle read and listen to only uh, to those in the evangelical circle. And you won't see them branching out any. Um, and I just never really have liked that. I always thought, you know, there's some, everybody has something to say and um, some people are worth listening to other than your little circle. And I've always been a person who likes to kind of go against the grain a little bit against the... Uh, to kind of break out of the mold that I'm in. And so, um, I read authors that I disagree with. I read authors that my circle that I have been in disagrees with. I don't just read Christian literature. I don't just read um, dispensational literature. I don't just read, you know... What the what everybody else reads really? I read different things. So you'll you know a lot of times you'll catch me at a bookstore, and I'll be in the science section, and I'll be picking up a book of Richard Feynman. Not that I fully understand a lot of scientific knowledge or anything like that, but you'll see me pick up books like that because I'm interested in what the person has to say. I might not understand it after I read it, but I I do like to. To, you know, to give it a shot sometimes. And then you might see me in a bookstore and I'm in the philosophy section. And I'm not just reading Christian philosophers. I'm reading atheist philosophers. And I actually had one instance one time where I was in the philosophy section and there was this guy that came in there and he was in the philosophy section. And we got to talking as we're both just kind of standing there uh, talking about how the philosophy section didn't really have much to offer. It was only like three or four shelves in a certain bookstore, and which kind of shows you how the culture has drifted away from actual reasoning and philosophy. Um, anyway, we're sitting there talking to each other, and you know, I happened to tell him I was a Christian, and he happened to tell me that he was not, and and um, he noticed that I had a book in my hand by Friedrich Nietzsche, and it was the the gay science or the joyous science however you want to call that book where it talks about in Nietzsche's in that particular book the uh, parable of the madman that Nietzsche proclaims that God is dead and and whatnot anyway he, he noticed that I was reading or that I had that book in my hand and I ended up buying that book that day I believe and uh, anyway he's like well you're a Christian and you you read that 
And I was like, yeah. And he just could not figure that out. And I told him, I said, I like to listen to people who have, or read people that have a differing view than me. Because, you know, they, how can I argue with a person if I don't know what they're saying? And I've always kind of been that way in a sense, you know. I, so I'm a Protestant, but you'll catch me reading Catholic authors. I'm... Uh, tend to be more reformed or Calvinistic and so you'll see me reading Calvin and, and um, R.C. Sproul and, and people like that but then that doesn't mean I'm not going to read A.W. Tozer or Leonard Ravenhill I read authors I read, I listen uh, as I said in the update um, I listen to a lot of Jordan Peterson I have been listening to a lot of Jordan Peterson as of late um the guy has a lot to say. He has a lot to say that I think the Christian community, uh, in particular the evangelical community, and, and you know what, maybe the Calvinistic Reformed community as well, uh, need to listen to what he has to say. You know, he, he has one of his rules is to, to listen to a person, and I'm probably not saying it exactly the way he, he has it lined out in his 12 rules for life, but he has it, 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 the idea is to listen to a person thinking that they actually might have something that have something to say that um, that could help you or that, that you haven't heard before or something. You know, don't just come with a preconceived notion that this guy doesn't have anything to say. And I can see that's a detriment in the apologetic community of, of Christianity. They don't know how to listen anymore. Um, or they're all William Lane Craig clones and they just kind of go off of his arguments. But I can see how that is helpful for me not only just so I can find a bridge to win the person to Christ but that I can um, maybe the person has something to say that I need to hear and why is it my if I actually listen and you know and I will pre I, I, I do appreciate that about Jordan Peterson I was listening to Dennis Prager and him have a uh, conversation and as Prager's talking he notices that you know Peterson is just really looking at him very intensely and he says to to, to uh, Peterson he's like I didn't you know, I, don't, I don't really uh, know when you're going to jump in he goes because you're such an such an intense listener and I was convicted by that because I'm not really an intense listener uh, to the degree that I should be as a Christian as a person who has the gospel of Christ I'm ready to throw out the gospel and preach and preach and preach, but I'm never uh, really uh, ready to listen as I should. And I think the Christian community could take some 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 example from Jordan Peterson and listen. I mean, now Peterson is a psychology, a clinical psychologist, and uh, that's what he was paid to do was to listen. He learned how to do that. He almost perfected that in a sense, um, and being able to hear the person out before he diagnoses the problem or gives his answer to the problem and I think the Christian community needs to do that you know I think um, if we're all little evangelists uh, uh, Christian uh, speaking uh, suppo supposing to go out and preach the gospel and win others to Christ and uh, maybe actually when we're on the street instead of passing out that track right away um, to see how many souls we can get before we go home uh, maybe instead of doing that, maybe we ought to say, hey, 
What's your story? You know, we're always ready to tell our story. What about the other person's story? How come we're not wanting to hear their story? Are we so egotistical that all we want to hear is our own, come out of our own mouth? Or um, is there something to hear in the other person's story? I think there is. And I think we need to um, understand how to do that. I think we've failed miserably. Uh, this generation that, that's around us, man, there's just so many things being said. And I just find the Christian community um, not really listening. We've got our arguments polished. We um, got our YouTube videos ready. You know, just, I don't know, the apologetics community has just become very, very much nonsense anymore, in my opinion. Because that's all they're ready to do is give out their polished argument instead of actually listening to the person. They're ready to debate instead of actually listening. And if you want some, if you're a Christian and you want to see kind of how to do this, obviously go to the Gospels and look how Christ did it. Because Christ was a listener. He paid attention. He didn't have his arguments polished and ready to go just so he could win somebody. He actually listened. He had an ear for that person. And we need to take that advice. But at the same time, you know, you can look at Jordan Peterson's videos and especially his interviews that he does. I watch the, you know, I listen to the podcast a lot, but sometimes I'll watch the videos. Um, and I watch him as he's, you know, he's doing like a Zoom type uh, interview with a person. And he listens to what the person has to say. And then he, he goes, I want to talk about what you just said there. Like, you know, there's that's something he doesn't, he doesn't already have it laid out to where he's ready to go to the next thing. He, he the interview can go in, in any direction. And he's ready to, to actually talk about what the person's saying. And I just, I, I know I, I, need, I need to be better about that. And I know the Christian community needs to be better about that. We need to learn how to listen. We need to learn how to pay attention. And so, like I said, you know, I, I listen to Peterson. I read some of his books. I'm you know, making my way through uh, 12 More Rules for Life Beyond Order, his newest one. Um, as I said, I read not just Christian authors and whatnot. I li I'm reading Peterson. I, uh, I'm actually reading some Carl Jung because listening to, to Jordan Peterson so much, he mentions Carl Jung and and uh, I've been re reading his stuff on dreams and very interesting things. And I'm not saying by me reading it, I'm not saying that I 100% agree with everything that's being said in those books, or by me listening to Peterson, am, am I saying that I agree with everything that he he says? You know, just maybe there's something there that needs that I need to hear. Maybe there's something in the book that Carl Jung writes that I need uh, to read and to think about. Um, I'm reading Jung. I'm reading uh, Souls of Nitsen. I'm very curious about you know because Peterson has mentioned a lot about the Gulag Archipelago, and it really struck me uh, to maybe I have to pay attention to that. And, um, I, I'll go through phases it seems like where I'm not really reading anything Christian which maybe it's good maybe that's bad I'm not 100% sure about that either but you know I read my Bible every morning you know Charles Spurgeon said to read many a great book but make the main book the Bible I try to make that a habit try to make that a discipline I read my my, my first thing I do in the morning is I try to get up at a certain time every morning 
and grab a cup of coffee, open my Bible to where I'm at. I usually try to read a little bit of the Old Testament uh, narrative and then a, a read an Old Testament psalm or a, a, a psalm in the Old Testament and then I read the proverb for the day and then I'll read a, a, a couple of chapters of the New Testament. I try to get a little bit of all. Um, it's, I really enjoy doing it that way. I try to work my way through the Bible every year. Um, but I've also been trying to take an approach to not only just read through it for the sake of reading through it, but actually think about what, what it's being said. <laughs> um, but like I said, I go through phases as well, though, where I'm not reading anything Christian. I, a couple months ago, I was reading nothing but Christian authors, it seemed like. I was reading Tozer, and I was reading Calvin, and I was reading um, a vast variety of others I can't think of off the top of my head. But I uh, now I'm in a season where, <laughs> you know, you'll catch me reading Buddhist authors and and um, uh, atheist philosophers and agnostic philosophers and, and people like that. And I don't know, I'm just, as you read, I'm thinking about calling, uh, calling the podcast The Mad Prophet. <laughs> because I feel kind of like Paul when he's talking to you. It's either Agrippa or Festus where he, he tells him all about Christ and he says, Paul, you've gone mad with knowledge. Not that I'm saying I've gone mad with knowledge, but I'm just, it's kind of interesting where he says, Paul, you've gone mad with knowledge. You know, and he pretty much calls him the mad prophet. And I kind of like that idea. And I put it in quotations like the mad prophet. And I don't know, cause I feel like the circle I'm in a lot of times is just can't figure out why are you reading those things? Why are you talking about that? Why does that interest you? And I don't know. Just an idea, maybe. Maybe maybe it won't. Thinking about it, though. Really thinking about it. But I want to kind of change up the podcast format a little bit, too, and not just have sermons. I'm not saying I won't have them, but not just have them. Kind of tell you about what I'm thinking on, what I'm reading, what I'm going through in life. Uh, not too personal, obviously, but um, just kind of the, the things that are really there in my mind. And... I don't know. I just I feel like it'd be it'd be good. I see that I have a vast variety of different listeners from different countries, um, which is cool. You know, I see that I have some in Germany and some in South Korea, some in you know the United States and England. And uh, I hey, you know, I think it'd be good to kind of get my thoughts out there, and uh, for better or worse, I guess in some sense. But I think it would be good, and. You know, maybe I have something to say that would be of good, um, good value to you out there. Obviously, you're if you're listening, going through podcasts, you're wanting to hear something, and maybe I have something you want to hear. Obviously, the main message I want it to be is Christ and Christ alone. But I do like talking about uh, different varieties of subjects. You know. Um, so in some future podcasts, maybe I can bring up some some different subjects. Um, not just you know I, I did a a, sec, a a a few episodes of you know different books of the Bible, and I really liked that the way I did that, uh, the way they were formatted. Um, I did some old sermons of mine that I did in the past. I would like to talk about the wilderness. That might be an episode coming up soon. Um, I am kind of interested in that. I was going through a few 
months really i mean i'm i be completely honest with you i'm going through a wilderness type experience right now in my life um and the wilderness uh, can be a vibrant experience it can also uh, be uh, be uh, very very hard and it is hard and i think the person that goes through a wilderness experience has a lot to say to others who might be going into a wilderness experience or who are in a wilderness experience um i have i did look at three particular areas in the wilderness uh experience that the person the christian will go through and that is um three particular areas that are tested in the wilderness that is the theological the philosophical and the psychological and if you really want to add another one to that it would be the the physical as well but you know in the wilderness your theology is tested your philosophy is tested and your psychology is tested every bit of the of you is tested and for better or worse really when you read the Bible and you see different people going through uh, wilderness experiences, you can see that happening to them. I mean, Moses, um, David, Elijah, Paul, Christ, they all had wilderness experiences. And the one thing I can say about this year is that the person who comes up to the wilderness ought to embrace it. ought to embrace the wilderness, ought to take on the wilderness, and ought to learn from the wilderness. Because the wilderness wandering that God will put you in has a lot, there's a lot there to be learned, a lot there to be taken a hold of. And so many times in the Christian community, and you go to churches and you hear about it, you know, are you going through a wilderness? This is how you can get out of it, pretty much. It's like, no, we don't need to hear how we can get out of it. We need to hear about what we can get out of it what in the wilderness is there we need to take our time in the wilderness because when you read the Old Testament and you see the wilderness wanderings God took his time there with those people whether it was Moses 40 years on the backside of the desert or Elijah on the, the brook Cherith or, and, or um, Paul 3 years in Arabia you you spend time there. You don't. It's not just a quick go through and then you're like, cool, this is nice. Let me take some pictures and get out. No. You spend time there. You have to because God wants to show you something there. And so, obviously, I'm hitting on a lot of it right now, but maybe I'll do an episode on that and uh, really get into the meat of it a little bit more. Um, yeah, so this is... I, I guess I needed to kind of figure out where I wanted this podcast to go and what I wanted it to be. And I think I kind of got it figured out. I want it to be my thoughts that I've been thinking on being shared to you who listen and then for you to think on it as well. Now the whole idea with the name Rebellious Christian Philosophy that I have it as right now is that 
I wanted to really help the believer think and the unbeliever think as well. And I still want that. But I want to do it in the way that I'm most equipped and most and where my ability is the most, where God has gifted me the most in this. And I just really think it's conversation and talking about it, you know. To talk to you as if you're going to listen to me. And that's what I want to do. I hope that you will tune in more. I'm going to try to get more episodes out uh, best I can. I'm going to try to also put a, a, a question out there if you want to answer it, you know. Um, I have one on the update asking, you know, what book are you reading right now? And I'd like you to uh, respond if you would like to. Um, but yeah, so I would just... I'd ask that you bear with me as I kind of continue to try to figure out the whole podcasting system out, you know, the, on how to do it and the best way to do it and whatnot. But I thank you for listening, those of you who are out there who have been listening or who in, um, who are curious about the name and then, then you start listening. I know I'm not everybody's flavor, but I do appreciate those who are listening and you know, share the podcast if you like. If you think it would be beneficial to anybody else in your life or just to be shared out there on the, on the internet, hey, share it as much as you'd like to. Um, and, hey, uh, let me know about some things you would you think would be beneficial to talk about. Um, or certain books you think that I should read that would be beneficial to me. I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in that, you know. Um, but when the podcast now saying, God bless you, um, I pray that God is blessing you, that God is using you and that you see the worth in your life that God sees and that God would show you your worth, show you your giftings, show you more and more of His Son. And if you're not a believer, I pray that God shows you Christ. Because it is only Jesus Christ that will make sense out of this whole world. I pray that God would reveal Christ to you. So God bless you. Thank you for listening. And I pray... That these podcasts will be a benefit to you in some way. Your soul will be refreshed by them. Thank you for listening.